This week on Kevin and Drew Talk Movies. <laughs> <laughs> In Sector 7G. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what's going on, folks? How are we doing out there in uh, podcast land? Um, that's right. It's another edition of Kevin and Drew Talk Movies. And what my up? choice for this episode is the A24 film Lamb, which was like, what was it, 2018, something like that? Yeah, I think so. What did you uh, choose, Drew? Uh, I chose Whiplash. Whiplash. Um, I think it's a 2019 film, 2018, somewhere around there. With J.K. Simmons, a.k.a. Just Kidding Simmons. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Miles Teller. Yeah, so fucking A. We'll talk about other movies that we've watched in the mean, uh, before getting into those. And we'll do a little snapshot. You want to clap the board? Yep. And I'll do the drumsticks. Yep. <laughs> Ready? And... much man i just got off work so wow, i'm excited to go to this metallica show i know tribute thingy with you though speaking of uh metallica you know whiplash yeah that's one of their songs <laughs> so it's kind of it's fitting um hell yeah but yeah yeah did you watch any other movies i got uh, yeah i actually watched a lot of movies this time around oh, shit. Uh, yeah um <laughs> throw one at me uh so i it was my my sister picked a movie um it's called Urban Legend. It's a really cheesy slasher movie from the '90s. You know, it's like that on that whole trend. Like, it's like uh, if you've seen, um, I know what you did last summer, or oh, Scream, yeah. or like any of those movies. It's very much in the same vein. The only thing that sets it apart and makes it kind of interesting is that the serial killer is taking like local legends that happened in the town and then like making them into like these killings that are a reality so like that aspect of the movie uh, was pretty interesting okay. like because like it was like the pretty some pretty creative death scenes kind of like final destination the first one where the death scenes are like i hear they're coming out with the new one ah uh, man i wish they <laughs> it's just like i know i'm sick of these remakes and yeah re- and, and fucking, and well sequels. it's just like you know it's just like look at uh Fast and Furious, man. They just won't fucking stop making those movies. Yeah, they're it's like the control. Saw movies, like all that. Don't they kind go of to shit. space or something? Yeah, some <laughs> bullshit like that. Also, a uh, shout out to my buddy Darren on uh, the Slobby and Marvin podcast. He shout mentioned out. me, so I wanted to mention him back. Uh, and if you do, uh, don't listen to their podcast, yeah, go check, check it out. Shit out. Check man. it out. Subscribe and shit. Uh, uh, but he kind of was kind of talking about that same shit on their podcast. He's like, I'm really fucking tired of all these dumb movies that they don't, they just won't let it die. They won't it's let it just stop like making it. It's a cash grab, man, you know? Yeah, and I'm over it. That's kind of why I'm, I'm kind of glad we pick a lot of... Um, Has there been any 
Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, we pick. We tend to pick more like indie films or like lesser known films for the most part. I mean, I think we've picked a few like real famous movies. But yeah, like Joe Dirt or something. Yeah, but for the most part, well, forgetting Sarah Marshall, I picked that <laughs> right. one. We did like a comedy one. That was a good one. But uh, hey, by the way, this is our tenth uh, episode no together, shit. movie podcast Hell episode yeah, together. Cool. We're, we're really doing it. <laughs> we're really like doing a thing, dude. <laughs> I was like, yeah, shit. Oh, you 10. know, I, I fucking I love talking about movies, man. Yeah, I, just, I know this is fun. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I feel like so many movies today, they just, they just keep having more and more sequels or spinoffs. They're just like, man, just write some new shit. There's, you can always come up with new shit. And that's kind of like, I mean, Ur- Urban Legend is like a, you know, it's a, it's got the same problem. There's like five of those movies that that's really what, only needed to do one. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Is there any, uh, good sequels that come out? Like, what was the last good sequel? I mean... Minus all the Marvel shit. Right, yeah. Um, aside from Marvel, man, I can't really think of a good sequel movie that I've seen. Um, right. Like, honestly, like I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a good sequel movie. Right. Um, I mean, one, I know... One that did as good or better than the first. Yeah. I mean, I... I know there's some. Yeah, you'd have to like, but I'd have to, I'd have to like actually think about it because yeah, well, and that's kind of another thing too, man. Is like the uh, like superhero movies have fucking plagued the landscape, and I mean, don't get me wrong, like. I, there's some of those movies I fucking love. Like I, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy three came out. I saw that movie fucking two times. I liked it so much. Like it was a great fucking movie. Is well done. I think James Gunn is kind of the man. Like he has that like formula figured out in a way where he can make it enjoyable, even for people that aren't nerds that like you know love those characters. Like he can he like writes interesting stories and does like instru- interesting enough things with his characters to like engage you in a story, even if you're not. You know, a superhero fan, but I'm fucking tired of those movies, dude. I like, I want some <laughs> new shit. Like, it's like, uh, or and I'm t- kind of tired of cliched action movies. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves, and he, like his John Wick movies are fun. But I'm kind of glad he's know, like done on, doing like, four? them. He's supposed to be done because he he died. Spoiler: alert, He dies in the fourth movie. <laughs> so hopefully, like those movies are done. You know, actually, you know what? That that movie sequel, the fourth one, is actually better than the second and the third one. Okay, it was almost as uh, it was almost as fun and good as the uh, as the first movie. I would say, like the fourth one was out of the, all the sequels to that was probably the best one actually. All right. So that I, still, I haven't seen any of them. No, that's okay. And if you like, if you do ever watch them, I know you're not big into action movies. I just watched the first one. I wouldn't even bother with two, three, and four. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like they're like fun. Like if you like just like want to drink some beer, like smoke some pot, and like watch like a movie you don't have to think about. Right. Like they're fun for that, like killing time. But right on. Let me throw a movie yeah, at you. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Raging Bull. First time watching, uh, you know. It's on my list, man. Martin Scorsese, you never seen that? No, man, but I've always wanted to because pretty I, good. It's pretty good. I, I like. I actually really like boxing movies. I like, you know, I'm I'm really into like watching boxing and MMA. So I, I really usually enjoy those movies, even though I know you like Rocky. I actually do like Rocky, man. I think um, the Mike first- picked it one time, and like it, to me, I was like. I don't like Rocky as a character. You no, know? he's kind of a scumbag. He's a douche. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking. You kind of, you kind of actually want Apollo Creed to whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, the first two Rocky movies are really good. Oop, notification. Oh, this. Um, I gotta. Can we pause? Take for this. Quick? Yeah, yeah, we'll pause. Take All right. 
and we're back. Hey, so, sorry about that, everybody. So yeah, Raging Bull, that was pretty fun. Um, what, what what else you got? Uh, so we watched another horror movie called uh, Barbarian. Oh, I've seen it. It's pretty good. I kind of like it. I uh, I I would say I liked it until the very end, and it, to me, like the end of the movie is just really silly. You know what I mean? Like like I'm trying to remember what happens. So it's like the, the spoiler, <laughs> yeah, spoilers. But uh, like the the demon lady that's in the movie, they like run her over with a car, and she's fine. Like she like rips some dude's arm like out of his socket, and like the black dude, yeah, and like hits him over the head with it. It just like it just gets so silly. I was just like, all right, you lost me, and like I just didn't... I get that, but up until that, it was pretty. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. It's like good. I feel like you got Justin Long in there, yeah. I, f- I really liked it up until like the last 20 minutes of the movie where they kind of explain her and the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of just liked it more. I, I, w- I kind of wish they hadn't explained it and they just let it be its thing. Like, I kind of wish the movie had ended when uh, Tara escapes the house and just be like, well, that was fucked up. And then it's just, <laughs> it's just over and they just don't explain it. Like, yeah. I honestly would have liked the movie a lot more because I feel like sometimes with movies like that, they just take it too far, and then it, it just becomes silly. Yeah, like, cartoonish. And, 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 you know, there are some directors that can pull that off. I think um, Sam Raimi is really good at that, where he's like really good at balancing horror and humor. But I don't think it was supposed to be funny in that movie. And there were parts where my sister and I both left. I was like, this is so <laughs> dumb. Like, LOLing. Yeah, I just I didn't like the whole uh, she's basically an inbred monster thing. Like, mm-hmm. and like it was just like it's like her, and her dad is just some dude who lives in a cave. It, it kind of uh, it actually really reminded me of that. The end scene in the movie reminded me of the end scene of um, the movie I picked Parasite a few weeks ago, where it's just like a guy living in the basement. You didn't expect <laughs> right. him to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except like it's not as well done as Parasite. <laughs> I know it's, that movie's fucking yeah insane. I was just like I wanted to like that movie so much because you know up to a certain point the premise was cool and I, I liked this weird. I was like oh shit is this like a sex trafficking thing? What's oh, going yeah, on? Yeah, you get the, like I, I really wanted there to Skarsgård in there. What yeah. the, what's his name? Well, and the, like the up in like his death scene is like really shocking. I was like oh sh-, you know I didn't see it coming. I mean for a long time I was like oh I he, I thought he, I was like oh he's a scumbag. He's like right. you know he's like tricking girls into like that part like the beginning was all interesting how they like double booked this Airbnb and yep. shit and he's he's there he's like well you can stay if you want or whatever yeah i mean that whole premise is yeah pretty interesting yeah i like i like like i said i really like the first half of the movie and then like the last 20 30 minutes it kind of goes off the rails all right um yeah go ahead man. let me throw another one uh blue valentine i really love this one it was pretty good um i made a post about it it ryan gosling and michelle williams it, you know, it's like a drama, romantic drama about, you know, marriage and relationships and that sort of shit. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I recommend it for those of you out there. I think I thought, like, Gosling, that was the best acting I've ever seen him do. And, uh, Honestly. I don't know a whole lot of his movies, but so far he's that a, one. He's actually a good actor, man. Um, one you he's in that check. new Barbie movie. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> one you should check out that you actually might actually like is a movie called drive if you've never seen that one. Oh yeah i know of it i feel like i don't know if i've seen it or not 
It's a it's a pretty interesting movie. Um, the whole premise is he is basically a getaway driver for bank robbers, but he's he's like a a Craigslist getaway driver for <laughs> bank robbers. But he yeah. just because of the life he lives, he uh, keeps like his life keeps escalating further and further and further into like craziness because he's like keeps doing all these things he shouldn't be doing. So it's a it's a pretty fucking good movie, honestly. Hell yeah. What else you got? Uh, I actually watched a couple of anime movies. All favorite. right. Uh, actually, these are some of my favorite movies, man. Uh, so there's this animator and director. He does everything by hand. So one of his movies is actually completely drawn in watercolor. Like, it took, like, ten years to animate the Holy movie. Holy moly. Because it's all watercolor, yeah. Um, I didn't watch this one, that one this time around. But uh, all his movies are hand-drawn, hand-painted. Like, it's really, really fucking cool. He's essentially, like, the Japanese version of Disney. Like, is like, but his mo- I think his movies are a lot better. Uh, so I watched two of his movies. I'll just do a double whammy with them. Uh, one is called uh, Howl's Moving Castle, which is kind of like a... Uh, it's kind of like a romantic drama type movie. What um, the main character is a girl named Sophie who becomes cursed by a witch, and so she, uh, even though she's like a young woman, she appears to be like ninety years old. So she has like to deal with all the problems that an old person has, and then she becomes uh, employed by this like really handsome magician in his castle, and like it's like about them basically trying to break both of their curses. I guess it's kind of like a Beauty and the Beast type. It's like a reverse Beauty and the Beast, where it's like the the, the girl is the one with the curse on her instead. Mm. Always flipping gender roles. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one, uh, the other one is one called, that I really really like. It's called Princess Mononoke. It's about a uh, young man who gets cursed by a demon, and so he rides to the west to uh try and beg the gods to uh heal his curse and uh while he's doing that he kind of gets involved in like a samurai war they're like uh warring over this town that is filled with iron and uh essentially he like never takes a side he's like he's like more trying to like he's kind of like the peacekeeper for everybody like the gods of the forest the samurai the people of the iron town like he really is just like trying to make the world a better place, but also save himself. And, uh, it just paints the world in a really interesting way. It's very much like an anti-war, um, pro-nature movie. It's fucking really good. Hey, I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, the last one I watched was The Machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have gone and seen yeah, that, Yeah, Burt Kreischer. Um, it was fun. It was me and CJ and, uh, Will... My buddy Will, Mike, and uh, you know his girlfriend. We all went and fucking dude. It was fun. It was about you know what I expected. You know some good laughs and then you know action and some physical right gags that D- sort of thing. Ridiculous a little bit, yeah. But as far as you know, a comedy action movie it was pretty good. You know, it was fun. Mark Older, Ham- Mark Hamill in there and that's, shit. He's kind of the reason I wanted to see that. That's movie. that's I, why Mike went too. He was like, yeah. I'm mainly going for Hamill. <laughs> He's like, I'm not the biggest Burt fan, but Mark Hamill, that's my guy. Yep. Same, man. I'll watch any movie that dude's in, even if it's bad. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun, dude. It was fun. Fun time. What else you got? Anything else? Um, 
Not off the top of the old noggin, yeah. We probably need to get into these other movies yeah. anyway. Which one do you want to get into first, D? Let's, let's do Lamb first, because I, I, that one is... Uh, I, like, just finished watching it today. I actually fell asleep watching it last night, so I watched the rest of it at what work. What the fuck, man? Like, how come my voodoo didn't work for you? I don't know. Um, So, uh, it's funny because when I asked you for your password... I actually had logged into Keith Roku, and I, it was, like, somebody named Mary's account. And I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't use this. So then I logged into my um, Prime, uh, like, uh, app on my on my TV. I, like, I turned off the Roku. Yeah. And then it logged right into your account when I went to the Voodoo thing. I think it saved it from the last time you let me use it. Yeah. But it just, every time I tried to play the movie... It just um, looped it, so it would, like it would start, and then it would just go right back to the screen, like where like would you you have like thirty three hours to watch this movie? I did it like three times, and I was you, like, all right. You watched it on Roku? Uh, I actually through um, the Roku. I actually watched it on Prime, so I actually. Well, I mean, were, you were trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe try getting the app on PlayStation or something. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I was using um I. I left the one on Roku, and I used the uh, Voodoo app on my smart TV, and that wasn't working either. Oh, so damn, I was just man. like, I was just like, fuck it. I just went on Prime, and it That's was on shitty. like I think like Stars. Showtime, like, I think. Yeah, Showtime. It was like eight bucks to start a Showtime account. And there's a bunch of movies I'm gonna end up watching on there anyway. So oh, I was you like, started the Showtime? Yeah, I was like, fuck it. I'll just start the Showtime. It's like it's only fucking eight dollars. They do I don't got care. some good shit on there. Yeah, I was like, so I'll cancel this in like a couple days, and then I'll just use it for the rest of the month. <laughs> like, right. That's usually what I end up doing for that kind of stuff. So yeah. All right. Lamb. I, I did finish it. Yeah. Oh, this is 2021. I think yep. we said 2018 <laughs> earlier. Yeah. 2021 horror fantasy movie, A24. It's Icelandic. You know, they're from Iceland. I was going to say, um, I actually recognize the actress that plays the main character in yeah, this movie. Yeah, she's in some other stuff. Um, so she's most famous for um, the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movies. That's yeah, where yeah, she got like her I've big break. I've never seen them. Are they good? Um, the first one's really good. I, I I would recommend watching the first one. The but the other two kind of are those subtitle movies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she is a Swiss actress. I'm pretty sure. Uh. uh She's pretty hot in like a unique way. You know what I mean? Yeah. When she was younger, she was super hot. Like, uh, if you like go back and watch her in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movies, or is she the main person? Yep. She plays the main girl. Yep. Oh, did not know that. Yep. Yep. Um. So, uh, the first one is, like I said, really good. And then the other two kind of suffer, you know, the same thing that all sequels suffer. They kind of get less good as they go on. But the first one is fantastic. Um, She's also in the newer Alien movies. She plays, like, the main doctor. Uh, So, she's in uh, Prometheus, and then she has a cameo in Alien Covenant. So, like, those are, like, her, like, big movies that she's been in. Right on. All right, so this is director Vladimir Johansson, I believe. That's how you pronounce it. We got an 86% Rotten Tomato score, 61 audience. I feel like it should have been better, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, The tagline is simply Mother Nature, and it's Mother Period Nature Period, you know. But I do, you know, this is a big spoiler alert. I... 
I do recommend people watch this movie before listening to this, you know? Yeah. Because... We're going to ruin the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those big spoiler movies. Yeah. You know? This is a weird fucking movie, dude. <laughs> Did you like it or no? <laughs> Honestly, man, I almost feel like it's a movie I need to watch again because my first watch, I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, So, on, a fir- on the first watch premise, I didn't like it that much because I was just like, I was trying to like figure out where the movie was going with its <laughs> yeah. premise and then I don't want to get to the end too quick but I was just like man I watched it I was like man what the <laughs> fuck did I just watch I was like what did Kevin just make me watch man? I thought you would like it dude <laughs> yeah I thought it was you it'd be right up your alley type shit yeah uh, I mean it is kind of horror the horror yeah the horror stuff um the horror element to it um I liked to a certain point um <laughs> But the end, like the end, I was just, it took me by surprise. The end, I was just so kind of like, I was like, huh, well, that's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, dude. Just the whole movie, I was just like, huh, that's fuck. Like, uh, okay, example, uh, when they, when Ada is born, and it's like this half sheep, half person, I was just like, what the fuck is that thing? Did you know at first, like, Cause it doesn't show it at first. No, no. I, I, I was just like, I, I just like, I was like, all they, right. You know, they I, that, give, that, they help give birth to yeah. it, and then they just like look at it all weird. Well, so yeah, I was just like, huh. I wonder, cause it, it did look a little weird to me, but I, I didn't really put two and two together at first. Right. Um, and what's really crazy is that is actually um, alive. Like that happened. Like they actually did uh, video. video uh, sorry, <laughs> videography of uh, lambs giving birth like that shit's real. Yeah, it looks. Because like, I, I was like, I was uh, reading about it. And I was like, oh shit, that that was not like CGI or any like that was they really actual fucking... lambs giving birth. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's kind of wild. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> like the Ada being a half sheep, half person thingy, I was like that th- that you know that threw me off. I was like, okay, it's kind of fucking weird. I was like, but. <laughs> But I can I can roll with it, whatever. Like, yeah. Um. And so you kind of just they're just kind of like playing family, and you're just. But yeah. I just you kind of like it's like well I was like well, you know they never really get into why they don't just have kids of their own. You know what I mean? Like there's they kind of do. Well, they it's kind of um it's they hint at it like that they can't. Well, I, they had a kid, right? Who died? Right. Spoiler. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if you caught that or not, because that at the beginning of like chapter three or whatever, uh, it shows her like at a gravesite, and there's you know on the cross it says Ada, whatever. Oh, you know what? I I think I missed that. See, this is why I needed to watch this movie again. It's like <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I feel like this is a two watch movie. Like I, I think uh, the first time you watch this it, this is you're my be- second time watched, but the first time I really liked it. So yeah, uh, we have different perspectives i guess on yeah. our first watch yeah the first watch i was just kind of like what it is a bit of a slow burn type of movie yeah for sure but i feel i was still i'm still hooked uh, watching the whole thing the whole uh, <laughs> God, burping up a storm today but um <laughs> well I, I, yeah the, the like, thing that i like though is that um that he doesn't try and over explain things so i do like that about this movie that he kind of just Let's it be what it is. Sure. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I guess, after watching the movie, I'm just like, huh. I'm trying to figure out, like, what his 
like what the message of it is supposed to be. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I'm still like kind of flabbergasted by. It. I was like, okay, well, like what what are you trying to get across with this? Like, this is kind of wild. Yeah, it's an out there movie, dude. Um, yeah, the sheep gives birth to an unusual baby, and they don't show it for like the longest time. Like uh, they have it like wrapped up in a wrapped blanket up in too. a blanket yeah. or like cut off from the screen or whatever from the head up or whatever. But um. <clears throat> But <laughs> this is a note I wrote. I said, uh, "How did she not ask him if he fucked the sheep?" <laughs> I was thinking that the entire movie. I was just like, until until the very end. I was just like, yeah. I was like, all right. Um, how did how did that question not I was come like, up? You know, you know. Well, that was like in the scene where he like goes down. I was like, okay, so he like, <laughs> he goes down on his wife. Does he not? Does he not put it in there? Though? I was like, does he only put it in the sheep? Like, like what's what's going on with this? Like. Is that why she looks unhappy all the time? <laughs> like, I was like, "What's what's this fucking story, man?" Yeah, but I think I think there are like subtle things I probably missed. I'm not like I said, I did um, fall asleep, fall asleep my first the first time trying to watch it. So I tried to like remember exactly where I was and pick that up during uh, today because I I really wanted to um, get the podcast out and done today. So yeah. and that's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, at you know, at certain points, the mother lamb keeps coming up to the window. That see that that that, that like first I felt half. I felt bad for the mother lamb. Bro. I did too, man. The mother that was, sheep, that was whatever. Kinda, that was a little bit fucked up, man. Like yeah, um, it, it keeps like, coming up to the window and like begging for her child because her child's in there in like a crib and shit. Because uh, they're they took this sheep baby. Have, uh, what hybrid, you, hybrid, hybrid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. And uh, they're yeah, they're just playing family with this, <laughs> and it's weird because like at certain points throughout the movie, you could you see that the Ada is kind of understands them and shit. You know what I mean? He like they. She knows what they're saying, what the parents yep, are saying. Yeah, like, because like, when they talk to her, she nods. Like, she, like, she understands. Like, she nods. Yeah. So she's, like, smarter than the sheep, obviously. And Well, I, I, that's, I kind of, um, that is kind of something I really like also about this movie is that Ada never speaks. She kind of just communicates through body language and nods. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, actually really like that about this movie. Um, I, uh, I actually I feel like um, Ada understands a lot more than um, what she's letting on. You think um, so? I think so. Yeah, I think I kind of. Like well, when she's like looking at things. Like there is the point where you know, like we mentioned the uh, the mother coming to the window, but there's the point where she goes missing, and then you know she finds her with her mother, like out in the field or whatever. And then, you know, fucking, her name's what, Maria, the Maria, mom? Yeah, yeah, Maria. Yeah. She ends like up that. killing the mom. I was like, Fuck. Shoots her in the head and buries her, yeah. Oh, yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, partly, like, it's like, seems like it's partly annoyance, but like, also like, partly jealousy. And that like, part when she finds uh, Ada with her mother, and um, she like, takes her back and then like, screams at the sheep. I forget what she screams, but that shit was like powerful (laughs) just like go away or something like that 
Yeah, that's fucking crazy, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just keep ripping her away from her mother and shit. Uh, and then a random, the other part where like the random uh, brother shows up, he's like, uh, he just gets let out from the trunk of a car and shit, <laughs> you know? He's really kind of a scumbag, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, he, yeah. But um, there's kind of something I picked up on watching it this time. Like, um, as I, I um, noticed things more in the latter half of the movie because I, I, that was the part that I just watched today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene where he's, like, coming on to her. And she's like, no, stop it. And then she, like, kisses him a couple times. Yeah. And then shoves him in the closet. And then later, but later when she drops him off at the bus station, they have, like, a long hug. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like, dawned on me. I was like, you know, maybe they fucked before. Like, maybe she's, like, cheated on her husband with her brother. It does like, kind of seem like, like that. It, like, it really, it's kind of like it seems like, because, like, she, it, she doesn't really act all that upset like a normal person was like what do you like you know a normal person like if their husband's brother came onto him would get fucking pissed you know oh, what yeah. i mean like it, yeah. it wouldn't be like a oh ha ha stop it kind of thing it'd be like or like a oh no don't do that it'd be like hey don't fucking touch me i'm your brother's wife what are you doing like, right <laughs> but uh marie like was kind of just like no don't do this like it was just like I think they fucked before, and I think that's why he is so comfortable just, like, coming onto her. I mean, you know, it could have just been because he was liquored up, you know, because, like, liquor does give you extra courage that a lot of the time that it probably shouldn't. But at the same time, that's not really the vibe that I got. And so, like, it's really seemed to be that um, Marie and the brother Peter... Peter. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Kind of were not very good people. Because, <laughs> like, she, I, she, I kind of noticed, too, how many times Marie mentioned to Peter how, like, Ada was the second chance for them. Like, it was, like, a yeah. chance for, like, a good life. Then, like, yeah, that's kind of, like, what seems to be a big theme in this movie is, like, from... If I was to take a message from it, it's to, um, that children are kind of like a, a second chance for people. They're a chance to be better, chance for like a better life, to like be more upholding. Um, but I think Marie kind of ruins that when she kills Ada's mother, and then and then just the whole. I, I felt so much for you know the sheep, <laughs> the mother sheep. <laughs> I think you're supposed to, man. It's just like uh, you know, it's kind of humans being greedy, like they're. Um, they're really just kind of playing family with Ada, but they don't really... I don't think they fucking really understand her very much. You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of just playing house, but they're not really a family. Although, it did kind of break my heart when... uh Big spoiler alert. The fucking weird, giant sheep person <laughs> shot Ingvar <laughs> in the throat. See, that that part is good. Like, that's a... At, at, one point, it's like it, I was torn by that scene because at the one point, the scene where Ada just kind of puts her head on Ingvar's chest and she's like very visibly upset that he, she's like she she knows what's happening, yeah. like she knows he's dying. Yeah, she's very upset that she's being taken away. 
Um, so that like that was heartbreaking, but it kind of like the weird giant sheep person kind of broke <laughs> that tension for me. Like I feel like if he would have been shot and you wouldn't have seen like I, I feel like it would have been like this is just me. I would have been better not to show the giant sheep person. Would have been just better if well, that's uh, the thing, man. It's right at the end of the movie, so it's not that big a deal, I feel like, you know, but... Hey, nah, man, I've just... I so, felt, if they wouldn't have showed it, what would you think happened then? I mean... I kind of, like, because, like, that... it Like, the way the movie ends, she basically, it's just uh, Marie finds Ingvar's dead body and Ada's gone. And so, it's just, like, a very bleak ending, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, it, it was even if they hadn't shown the sheep person, it still would have been a very bleak ending, because Ada's gone, Ingvar's dead, and Marie's just kind of alone now. Um, so either way, the movie, like the showing the, like, I think actually that is what threw me off in this movie. Cause I think that giant sheep person showing up <laughs> is like, there, it just doesn't serve the movie at all. I think that is my biggest criticism of this movie is that, that like part, that, that part like fucking got me the first time I was like, holy shit, I did not see that coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, I kind of, I kind of did because, um, they kind of foreshadow it with the they, dog. Yeah, well, they, and like at the beginning, it's basically, you're kind of seeing through his perspective. You just hear like heavy breathing and shit, and I guess I didn't really fucking focus on that the first watch and shit, but yeah, looking on the second watch, that's obviously the, uh, you know, the goat man or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like they foreshadow him a few times in this movie, but I think showing him, it was just so jarring, and his presence is kind of an unnecessary one because they could have ended this movie the same exact way and it would have been just as vegetable because Ingvar is dead Ada's gone and Marie is she has to completely start her life over and she doesn't know what she's going to do like because her it's, yeah. it's her like her second chance is gone now like her, it's like her second chance at a good life and at being a mother it's like it's, that's done yeah I, I think we should mention how this it's just them two basically raising, you know, they have like a goat farm and shit. They're, yeah, they're, they're basically they poor plant, farmers. They're farmers, yeah. yeah, but it's like just them. They're like, there's no one else around. It's like a fucking, in Iceland, like a... It's in the middle of nowhere, yeah. In the middle it's of nowhere, kind of, I mean, yeah. It's kind of like, um, there, I mean, there are places in the, well, maybe not in the United States, not so much anymore, but there used to be places like that in the United States where, well, I guess maybe like Wyoming or Idaho where, you know, you if you have like a lot, of, like a big plot of land, you wouldn't see anybody, another person for miles. And it's kind <laughs> That's of... That's my dream kind of like, home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, real talk, though. Like, <laughs> for real. Man. Um, but I did want to mention, speaking of that, you know, the setting and everything. That the cinematography in this movie oh, it's is fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. It's like just the camera angles, the, um, you know, just the beautiful fucking mountain scenic fucking. It's, um, it's a very well made movie. It's just my, um, it's just a weird movie. <laughs> it is it's, weird. It's like, I'm. It's like A24. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> You know, they're the same guys that made the Florida Project, and I fucking love that movie because I guess it's um right eight twenty four. It's uh I mean, some of their movies um I feel like 
There are the, some the, hit or miss ones. Yeah. Well, it, they get their point across a little better. Like you kind of understand the point that the movie's trying to make, or like what this um, stance is, like like what it's about. This movie's a little harder to to. I guess that's what I'm. What made me not like it so much is I'm like I'm. It's like I'm harder to grasp because I didn't really. I didn't really vibe with any of the characters too much. I mean, I didn't. I didn't mind Ingvar. He's a. And he seemed a, like a good dude. Like that's the thing about this movie too is like uh, there's not a lot of dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like few and far between. Yeah. There's. All, I mean, there's really only um, aside from Ada. There's only three human characters. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, only I feel like only one of them is a good person. <laughs> you know what I mean? You mean Peter or not Peter? Uh, Ingvar. Uh, Ingvar. Yeah. yeah. And they're, you know, fucking the brother. There is that scene where he's about to take Ada out and fucking shoot, shoot her. <laughs> yeah, that. See, that was that got me in the field. That part definitely got me in the field because, like, I, you know, I kind of felt for this. Um, child, like misfit, not really sure where she fits in. Like, mm-hmm. it's not. Um, you know, she. I think she kind of understands that her parents are really just kind of playing house with her. I think she get, kind of gets Probably, what's yeah. going on a lot, especially after seeing her reflection. I think she kind of understands, like, oh, I'm not really like these people. Um, yeah. Well, see that part. Whenever you know, that's the part where they're all drinking and shit, right? And uh, Ada goes out with the dog, and then you could see her see the uh, the goat guy, but you know it doesn't show the goat guy. But she, she sees him, and that's when he kills the dog and shit. <clears throat> then she goes back in and, she's, and looks in the mirror and yep, shit. Yep, yep. Well, and she like it's kind of an interesting thing because she doesn't. She seems afraid, but it's almost more curiosity than fear. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, and yeah. there's also the part where the brother's trying to feed her grass and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Peter is, he's a dick, man. He really is. Like, I feel like a lot of people have that asshole brother who's like selfish and you like, you can't really trust him for fucking anything. Yeah. Like, it's like you love him because he's your brother, but you know, you're just like, yeah, I love you, but you're, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happens. Uh, let me see if I got it. There you go. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess I don't know. I guess I kind of th- I kind of thought the ending was going to be bleak, but I kind of hoped that it wouldn't be. And I guess that's the part. I guess that's fucking with me is like the per- one person I was like, he's a good person. He deserves to have a good life, and he's the <laughs> one that gets shot. Like, if anything, Marie is the one that should have been shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you think she was so bad? Because she because tr- she killed the mother sheep. And I just I feel she like ca- she probably cheated on him. Yeah, you're right. She killed the mother. Um, just seemed kind of. She seemed to have a lot of secrets that she was keeping from Ingvar. That that's kind of the impression I got from this movie, and I don't know. It just seemed. I feel like Ingvar's interactions with Ada were more genuine, where it was like he was accepting this thing 
and being an actual father. Yeah. Whereas for like he tells the brother when he shows up, he and you know the brother meets Ada, and he's like, um, <clears throat> he's like, just don't inter. You can stay here as long as you want. Just don't interfere with our family and what we're doing here. You know. Yeah. Which he eventually does interfere. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they hint at how they, you know, like we said earlier, how they had a child and it died or whatever. So this, they're basically, you know, this lamb baby is, <laughs> you know, filling that hole for them. Yeah, it's like a, it's like really like a second chance for them, and I um, and I think that's kind of the other thing where um. I think until Ada comes along, Marie is really just kind of going through the motions. She's kind of just done with life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that seems Pete uh, Ingvar seems to be the more warm and lively of the two. More, yeah. Uh, and I also think that's why Marie gets so jealous when Ada leaves and goes off with her mother. It's like this is really like a. It's like it's like she wants this to be the thing that fixes their life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she doesn't want anybody yeah. to interfere with yeah. it. And you I can think kinda, you're exactly right. I th- I th- I think that's like a lot of the visceral moments with her are because of this thing, and I, I you know, and it might I don't even think it's reaching, and you know, she might even blame herself for the child's death because like you don't know. If, they don't really give us any backstory on it. It could be like, could have been a miscarriage, or it could have just been sickly. Like we, you know, we don't really know anything about it. They don't really talk about it, really. Hmm. Um. Here's one of my notes. You get to see her tits. <laughs> you do. <laughs> That's one of my notes. So, <laughs> I mean, they're not big, juicy tits or nothing, but they're they're fine, humble tits. <laughs> Humble and perky. They're <laughs> yeah. I like a I like a smaller tit sometimes, you know? Why not? <laughs> All tits are great. All tits matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slogan this podcast can get behind. <laughs> We're going to have All Tits Matter All, t-shirts. All Tits Matter. <laughs> we'll be selling All Tits Matter t-shirts on our website. No. And then uh, and then uh, like it'll be All Tits Matter and then for the boobs it'll be both of our faces wearing sunglasses. <laughs> perfect yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think mike might be here anyways we should wrap this one up um there's one thing that i still don't understand about this movie how did the goat guy get the gun do you know like i mean i i would assume i think um that they kept the gun in the shed because i mean Peter had access to it, so I mean, I, he probably could have just gone and got it from the shed at yeah. any point. Because I, I'm fairly, I so. I'm fairly certain that was their gun that he used. Like, yeah, that's what you know. That's the impression I got. Come in, Mike. Come in. It's okay. <laughs> We're just talking movies. <laughs> oh, you're good, brother. I haven't you're good. turned that thing on in forever. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, you're probably right about that. Um, but it is like, it's basically eye for an eye, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, he killed the mother sheep. And, or she killed the mother sheep. Which and is then why he, he killed Marie. <laughs> he killed her husband. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, great movie. Uh, rewatchability? 
I find I kind of like personally, I feel like like I said, I'm, there's things where I'm just like, man, I feel like I need to rewatch this movie to get a better perspective of it. Because right now, I'd probably be sitting, uh, if you're ready for ratings. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'd probably give it a five or a six, man. Oh, like, damn. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just didn't vibe with the ending at all. I'm around to eight, bro. This movie <laughs> fucking rules. I like it. The cinematography's great, like we yeah. said, and just beautiful. Yeah. And I thought... Uh, and I like how the twist is right at the end, you know what I mean? Sure. So so it's you know, it's one and done, you know. It is a slow bit of a slow burn. You got to read the movie. But See, that part good. doesn't bother me at all. I'm so There used wasn't to a that, lot of yeah. dialogue, so it didn't, yeah. you know, didn't really matter. I dude, I watch anime movies all the time. I, I don't give a fuck about reading subtitles. <laughs> right. All, all right. right. Well, um let's take a quick break, yeah. Yeah, then, yeah. Uh, Hop into it. Jump into Whiplash. Whiplash them titties. All tits matter. All tits matter. That's a new podcast slogan. (laughs) In Sector 7G. And we're back to talk about Whiplash. What did you think of on the Wizard? You know what I thought of on the Wizard? Um... You don't have to say it now, but I was thinking, do you already have your next movie picked? Kind of. (laughs) I do. I'm, I'm, I need to look at my list of movies, but I, th- I think I know what movie I'm going to pick now for the next one. All right, cool. That's what I thought of on The Wizard. So <laughs> <laughs> Whiplash, man. Whiplash, 2014 drama music movie. 94 on the Rotten Tomato scale. 94 audience. So the audience and the critics agree. This is a pretty great movie. <laughs> this is a. I'm gonna say this. Uh, just uh, this is a fucking intense movie, man. Yeah. yeah like I. Like I mean, I. I knew like from everything I'd you know seen of it previously, I knew it was going to be, but I didn't know like just how. I'm just saying, J.K. Simmons is a fucking bastard in this movie, dude. <laughs> like how just like how over the top he is, like yeah. you know, and I was just like, you can kind of compare him to uh, Arlie. Ermy in a you know what's it called Full Metal Jacket yeah yeah he's, where he's just like does not give a fuck about people's feelings yeah. like he wi- and he, also he's got jokes <laughs> but he's just a super intense you know asshole guy yeah when and it's like um it, it's a I think this movie raises an interesting question where it's like okay you know in, you know intensity pushing yourself is a good thing. But where, like, where do you draw the line with obsession? We're about to spoil this movie for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gonna watch it anyway. La, 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 la. <laughs> There's no explosions in this movie, Mike. It's not for you. <laughs> sad dear, sad dear. But no, uh, yeah. So essentially, uh, the main character, Miles Turner, uh, he is Miles Teller. Teller, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Turning teller, same it, shit. I forget his name in this movie. Um, it starts with an. He always calls him by his last name. That's something I kind of. It starts with an N. It's like Neckerman, some like some shit like that. Yeah, here I'll look it up. But yeah, go for it. But uh, he always Keep calls talking. him by his last. Uh, Neemerman, it's some, it's something yeah, like that. that, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's always calling him by his last name. But he's like this very promising. Uh, Drum student, obsessed with drumming, and uh, it's going to the most prestigious music school in Neiman. In the yeah. Neiman, yeah, you had it. So uh, he's going to the most prestigious 
music school in the country. And he's very, you know, he's talented, but not, he's not a, up to like a professional level yet. And that's where J.K. Simmons come in because he sees like this somewhat talented kid and he feels like if he pushes him, that maybe he can be great. Right. And that's kind of like his whole character. Like, I kind of, um, you really kind of under get to see his mindset uh, a lot later when they're at the bar having that conversation mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, the worst phrase that's ruined so many promising people in the English language is good job. He's like, don't ever tell a talented person good job. Yeah. And he's, when he's talking about that famous drummer, Charlie, he's like, you think anyone ever told him good job before he was famous? He's like, fuck no. He's like, it's like he his music teacher made him cry and threw symbols at his head. Oh yeah, and like it was like, <laughs> and that's like, and he does that. He throws a fucking chair like at him, like, <laughs> and this like, yeah. it's like a. I think it very much so is uh, a movie about obsession. Like you know, you don't have to be like everybody has their passions, but I feel like very the few people are obsessed to that level. You know, yeah. where they like that. That one thing they do that they love that is their passion is like the that's the only thing about them because like the girl he's dating she's a really nice like cute girl mm-hmm. and he's like look essentially he tells her she's not good enough and he's like I gotta you know well, I gotta use he all said he he's basically just focused on his you know drumming his um, talent and shit and so he doesn't have time for a girlfriend right type but deal. but. Basically, he tells her if he is to date her, it's going to hold him back, which is essentially the same thing as telling her she's not good enough. <laughs> and that's kind of, it's kind of, I mean, it's an honest, it's a very brutally honest thing to, to tell someone. It's a little fucked up, though. Um, and it's kind of ironic that he, later in the movie, when all that shit goes down, that he, you know, does that classic man thing where he kind of hits her up. He's like, you know, I'm sorry. I treated you like shit. You didn't deserve that. Yeah. He's like, but you know, I'm going to have this cool little music show. You want to come? It's like, well, let me get my boyfriend's. He's like, oh shit. Okay. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah never mind. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that bar scene, it's like, um, what's his name? Terrence, something Terrence. But Terrence, the uh, Terrence JK. Fletcher, yeah, yeah, Fletcher, JK. um, the music. He teacher, believes yeah. that like his methods are necessary to make like the most perfect drummer or whatever. Well, you know, to, to break- push a player beyond their expectations. Right. He he doesn't believe in coddling. He he doesn't believe in giving compliments. He um he believes in pushing his students in a way that is going to make them better and he'll do it through violence through <laughs> belittling through yeah you know he's got some jokes man yeah and he says uh he says, oh he's fucking he says some slurs and shit yeah uh jk simmons is i mean his performance in this movie is fucking awesome <laughs> like it you know he's a great actor but it, it kind of opened my eyes like to like really see his range in this movie because a lot of the times he's kind of like the the chill dad character, you know what I mean? Like he he's been that character in a lot of movies, or he's been uh, uh he's a uh, Jonah Jameson in Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. talk with my hands. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> no, he he was doing the Spider Man. Oh, sp- oh shit, my bad. I, I I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I thought I thought you were doing this, and I was like, <laughs> don't you? It's don't good you to talk me. with your hands. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps you be more yeah. expressive. Yep. Um, 
But this movie has won a lot of awards. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, Academy Award for Best Sound Mixing, which I didn't know was a thing. <laughs> Dude, uh, it's like, some of the scene, this movie, it's so intense, man. Like J.K. Simmons won a lot of these awards. Like the scenes where he's drumming and his hands are fucking bleeding and he, he's like not stopping because he's just so intent yeah, on like being like he's like you know he said the thing he says to I don't remember if they're like his cousins or what like he's brothers like a, I think yeah but brothers he's maybe like a, cousins yeah they're at that dinner at that dinner like but with his family where he's ba- basically with telling him he's Paul like, Reiser is his dad. Yo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I was like, "Oh shit!" It's the dad from Home Alone. I, it stuck out like a sore thumb when I saw him. But uh, and he's basically telling like, because they're like, "Oh, the you know, guy. we're we're, uh, we're these, you know, big, you know, we're these uh, hot shit football players." He's like, "You're fucking two A." He's like, "You're never making it to the NBA." Like, he's, he's like basically talking to him. Well, how Fletcher like talked to him? Like it's fucking brutal. Well, it's man. like everybody's brushing off his talent. You know, All yeah. his, his whole family is like. Uh, kind of overlooking what he's doing but they're like complimenting the brothers or whatever and shit right, and everything they're they're achieving and, and that's kind of the thing was like and that that's true that's true first you know maybe maybe fucking this is generous maybe 10% of college athletes making it in the NFL you know what i mean mm-hmm. and most of the, those guys are like fucking division 1 players like they're in like the elite college they're playing double um, A, like, or no, actually, I'm sorry. They're playing triple A, so they're like in the bottom football league, like for college. Like they're not even in, they're not even in like the mid ranking teams. Like they're right. they're pretty run of the mill. It's like yeah, they're they're basically what he sent. What he tells them is you know, you're basically just big fish in a small pond. He's like you're not really shit. And he's like and you're never gonna make it to the <laughs> NFL. He's like, but what with what I'm doing, he's like, I've got a real shot at being an actual like paid musician. And he's like and I kind of um I think his comment to them after that, you know, I was just like, it makes a lot of sense. Like especially for people that are like at the top of their game, like people that are like the top musicians, top athletes, and shit like that. He's like, you know, because he brings up um, that famous drummer. I can't think of his name. He's like, you think he's like, you think you think he was well liked? You think he had a lot of friends? He's like, no. He's like, but people remember who the fuck he is, and that's kind of like I feel like a lot of those people have that mindset where like they don't fucking care if you like them. They want to be the they want to be the best. Mm -hmm. Like and so and that's all that matters to them. Kind of reminds me of Black Swan in that way, where she has to be perfect, you know. Yep. Yeah, it's very. Um, it's a. It's like a. It's got to be an exhausting mindset to have all the time, man. To like just obsessed with obsessed, a certain yeah, thing. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, there's some other awards: Screen Actors Guild for Outstanding Performance, J.K. Simmons. Uh, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Just Kidding, Simmons. <laughs> Dude, that scene though—that's film editing. Sorry, go no, ahead. No, 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 you're good. But the scene where he, like, he has the three drummers. He's got Connolly, um, Neiman, which is uh, Miles Teller's character, and then the uh, original first chair drummer. Yeah. And he's just cycling them one of yeah. them. He's like, well, I guess, like, I was the shit he's saying to him. Well, he's like, one, he's like, it's gonna be a long night until one of these faggots can play in time. <laughs> I know. He, let, <laughs> he like, lets the whole class. He's like, we're gonna be here a while. You guys go take a break. He, the rest of the, you know, the rest of the players. 
And uh, fuck, <laughs> it is crazy. They just they just cycle through it and shit for fucking, and it's for hours. And it isn't until uh, like Teller's hands are fucking bleeding all over the symbols. He finally wins the part of the show, and he's just like, "All right, bitches, clean up the fucking blood off my." <laughs> You're right. Yeah, dude. I I just like you know it's like. His, J.K. Simmons' character in this movie is like the type of character that you should fucking hate, but he's just so over the top, <laughs> and he's like he's f- such an asshole, but he's so funny. It's like you can't help but like him. <laughs> on my time, <laughs> his tempo. On are my you, tempo. Are you? Were you rushing? Or were you? Tra- <laughs> Yeah. Or how he fucking makes that poor kid who wasn't he like the kid that he singles Who's out, out of tune out of tune. And it was funny because he wasn't even the person out of tune. He's and he just looks at him. He's like and he points out to another student. He's like, for reference, you were the one that I are tune. He's like, but he didn't know. And that's bad enough. <laughs> yeah, so he's out. But the, he didn't kick out the guy who was out of tune. Like, what the fuck? Yo, you know what I mean. Wild. He kicked out the other guy because he didn't know, but the guy who was out of tune didn't cop up to it. Yeah, well, I, th- I think he's because he was scared. Like, because I mean, he, like, but yeah, but his he character. gets to stay, and the other guy doesn't. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty um, apparent that he wanted to get rid of that kid anyway. Like, if he, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like he it's he really makes it apparent like the students he likes and he doesn't like like. Mm-hmm. Or the students he really feels like he needs to push to get them to the level he needs them to be for his show. Because I mean, the first, um, the first festival that uh, Miles Turner plays with the band, <laughs> they well, no, they they fucking win it. They win it all. Right. And it isn't until the second one where shit goes off the rails for him. <laughs> one of the quotes there's a, uh, from uh, J.K. Simmons. He's talking to a trumpet player or something, and he goes, that's not your boyfriend's dick. Don't come early. (laughs) (laughs) I Honestly, man, I want to fucking watch this movie again. I really liked it. (laughs) He's got jokes, man. For some reason, I noticed the the filter they use, you know? It's uh, it's very greenish, yellowish. Yeah. I I was like, was that necessary? (laughs) I think it's like... Um, they're trying to set a certain mood for it because tone, it's like yeah, yeah for for jazz it's because this is um there's a lots of different types of jazz but this is very upbeat jazz music it's very like yeah. fast paced it's almost um reminiscent of like the 40s ragtime where it's got it's a much more upbeat version of jazz by the way jazz sucks no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> not all of it not all of it <laughs> I'm just not into it. Um, what else we got about this movie? I was um, I kind of, I kind of like the ending actually of this movie, uh, because it's it's really interesting. Because this is a big spoilers now. Spoiler. So, um, J.K. Simmons' character Fletcher had a student. And it, I caught I caught this. I was like, "Oh shit!" He lied. So he he comes into class, and it's the um, it's the session where he makes uh, the three drummers keep cycling back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it is he's so upset by the student's death that he's kind of taking it out on them. Oh yeah. 
uh, because his student Sean, he says, died in a car accident. Yeah, yeah, that and, part he, yeah and he, <laughs> and he was uh, pretty distraught over it because he was talking about what a great musician this kid was. Well, you find out later that being in Fletcher's class um, exacerbated a lot of Sean's problems. And right. led him to commit suicide, and so Fletcher actually lied about the cause of death, and the family like ba- basically was blaming h- him for like pushing their son over the edge. I didn't catch that, dude. Yep. Th- well, that's that's why uh, the school comes to uh, Miles. Miles Teller, yeah. That's why the school comes with to the Miles lawsuit. with the lawsuit because um, uh, his. Dad, he's not rich, but I mean, he's like pretty. He's pretty well off. Yeah. Uh, but Sean's parents aren't wealthy, and they don't have the money to sue. So essentially, they get him to go um, off the record as like an anonymous witness and talk about the kind of treatment that Fletcher puts his students under. And yeah. so, yeah. Um, that bar scene yeah, is even more crazy. impactful. Because Fletcher knows yeah. that Miles is the one that got him fired. Or yeah. Neiman, I should say. He knows Neiman's... But he's like he's purposely inviting him to play on this big show. Because he fucking hates his guts and he wants to embarrass him. <laughs> and so he has him play this song that he doesn't know. And he also doesn't have... Um, the music sheets. He doesn't have the music sheets for. So he can't even play this song. So J.K. Simmons, so, yeah, he just embarrasses completely him. Completely embarrasses him in front of this really wealthy, important crowd. That like, you know, this is like a big New York scene where this is where yeah, and there's uh, like certain people in the crowd that that are looking for musicians. Yeah, or whatever. Who, it, this could make it or break his career, right? And so um, at first, you think that Miles is done because he walks off stage, and then he's gonna fucking. Uh, quit and he's never going to be a musician again but then he fucking picks up his drumsticks he walks back to that shit and he fucking destroys it performance bro oh my god and you know what um he miles teller really is a drummer and shit and he really did play a lot of these scenes and shit i don't know if you knew that i was wondering because it 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 seems very realistic yeah i was kind of um surprised by it like yeah i don't think he did all of it but he uh definitely he definitely did, you know. Well, and I think that's kind of the beauty of the ending of the movie is like it's really it's happens. like these two very talented people that have big egos and they fucking hate each other, like, and you know they do. <laughs> yeah. But you, they give the they give each other a look of acknowledgement, like we just did something really fucking special, and that's like a really fucking cool because like, that's you know, the end scene, right? That's the end scene. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's intense, man. Yeah, when it's he like very slows intense. down the uh but the I, I, snare drum and, yep. then, and then it picks it back up. <sighs> Fucking A. And I, I, I kind of like um you know, it kinda of gave me respect and understanding for like anybody like in a career path like that where like you know, it's like tattooing or music or being a professional athlete anything like where it's like you're doing something super specialized that takes a shit ton of talent and effort and it's like it kind of makes you understand the type of work and obsession it takes to like be at that level and it gives yeah. me a shit ton of respect for it man. yeah 
There is like earlier in the movie, um, that part where, you know, there's the uh, there's the main drummer and then Miles Teller's the backup drummer or whatever, and he gives them the folder of music and then you know he ends up losing it, you know. Yep. <laughs> and so, and then you find out later that J.K. Simmons took the folder just to uh, you know um, to get him to. I don't know. He was trying to get. Well, um, he yeah, he wanted Neiman to be the drummer because he was the more talented one. Yeah, but he needed a reason to get rid of the other guy, the yeah, first he, chair yeah, guy. Yeah, because he, you know, he he had been showing up, uh, and he can't do it without the music. And Miles is like, "Well, I know the song. I could do it." <laughs> and then you know, yep, puts him in the chair. Yeah, and it's like everything. A lot of the things in the movie. That J.K. Simmons is doing, he's literally just doing it to push Miles. Yeah, to be he's better. Like, like manipulating he's him, to, him to work harder. Yo, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I mean, you, like that's kind of it's an interesting thing too. Is like that kind of teaching style, you could never get away with it now, man. Like, you would one hundred percent get fired for teaching like that. Like it's. In today's world, it's just completely unacceptable, which is it's just really interesting, though. Like, I'm just kind of fascinated by it because you just don't really see anyone like that anymore, right. really. I do love the fact that he's actually playing in this movie. There's like, there's a few movies like that, man. The uh, Inside Lewin Davis, you know, that movie. I don't think I'm not familiar with. I it, think no. I've asked you that, but but uh, Oscar Isaac actually plays the guitar and sings. Okay. Oh, actually, and it's fucking I remember now. Yeah, magical I'm... performance, bro. Like I love when they capture that shit on film and yeah. in a movie and shit. Yeah, that's my shit. How about the part where he wrecks the car? <laughs> Dude, that part was so wild, and that's kind of the part where I was just like, um, where um. I'm going to reiterate it again Do it up. when you're uh, when I was talking about obsession it's like you know it's there's nothing wrong with being passionate and like putting your driving force into something you love and you know cause some people fucking have fantastic careers out of that but at a certain point where you're you're so obsessed where you disregard your well-being like that is where like you get into like weird territory where it's like well if I continue doing this this way Am I ever going to be able to, you know, it's like, are you ever going to be able to drum again? It's like, if you go out there and do a performance after just getting in this crazy car wreck, like, you know, you might not be able to use your fucking hand anymore. Gets in a fucking car wreck and still goes to play drums. Yeah. (laughs) He walks in all beat up. Yeah. He's fucking gushing blood from his head. Like he, like his left hand is so fucked up. He can't even hold the drumstick because like, you know, he's probably still, uh, he's probably got. I'm going to say this unironically whiplash <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from being fucking uh, hit by a semi. Like it's uh, whiplash. speaking of Metallica later. Woo. Later buds. <laughs> uh, Tribute. But yeah, man, it's, it's like a, where obsession takes over your whole life that it, it's actually, it begun, begins to do harm. Like you've got to kind of reevaluate your priorities right. and that's kind of, um, I think something Miles starts to do after he gets kicked out for basically getting in a fist fight with J.K. Simmons and getting him fired, like, kind of starts to reevaluate everything. Like, you know, 
Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with being talented and knowing it, but he does he does develop like a big head at a certain point. All right. Um, we should probably wrap this one up, but yeah, it's, I, getting, uh, it's getting about that time. I uh, got a little. Hold on. Oh, I got this is TikTok. I wanted to play <laughs> about this movie. It's just got, you know, some facts and shit, but here... Here are some fun facts about the movie Whiplash. Actor J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller both relearned their respective instruments for the movie, and for those intense drum scenes, director Damien Chazelle wouldn't yell cut from Miles Teller so that he would just exhaust himself. And for the scene where Fletcher slaps Andrew, there was a bunch of takes where J.K. Simmons would just mime slapping Teller because he just couldn't do it, but then Chazelle just said for the final take to actually slap Miles, and that's the scene we see in the movie. One, two, three, one, two, three. But don't worry, Miles Teller got him back because in the scene where Andrew tackles Fletcher, J.K. Simmons broke two ribs. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess J.K. Simmons earned it because at the end he won 47 awards for his role as Fletcher. Jesus. Here's some fun facts about the movie. I know, he dude. fucking earned every single one of those, though, I man. Swear. He is, he's amazing in this movie. They honestly, they honestly, they both are. They're both fucking They're both fancy. really good, dude. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Uh, Rewatchability? What do you think? Fuck yeah, man! I, fuck I, I might, yeah! I might watch it again this weekend. Like honestly, fucking, it's wild, dude. It's a good fucking movie. What was it? It was on HBO or something, right? It's on a Prime, yeah. If oh, you have Prime. a Prime account, yeah, yeah, you yeah just Prime. fucking watch it. That's yeah. right. Um, how about rating? Honestly, man, I give this an eight point five. I'm it's, at an eight too. I put around eight, just like the last movie. Yeah, it, it's fucking, it's good. It's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, dude. it. Uh, but it is, like you said, intense. Bro. Yeah, it's very. Uh, <laughs> My asshole a, was clenched the yeah, whole there, time. There's all. There's always like so much <laughs> tension, and that's. I think something that does so well is it. Um, it keeps ramping up the tension throughout the entire movie and it, it never breaks it. It just it just keeps it there. And yeah. it's like so few movies do that successfully. There you have it folks. Damn. Another two movies in the in the can. <laughs> another two down. Another two down. <laughs> now there's only one thing left to do. Pick our next movie. I, I had it. Let me uh, let me take it let me take a look here. Drum roll please. Get it? Drum roll whiplash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go first? And yeah, I'm, I got, I'm thinking about it because I I knew what my next one was gonna be, but now I kind of don't. You know anything about Greta Gerwig? <laughs> no. The name sounds familiar. Well, I'm gonna pick one of her movies. Um, it's a movie that I do cry at, so get ready for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it twice. This will be my third time. It's called Lady Bird. Ever heard of it? Yes. It's on my list. Cool. Really? Yeah. It's on your list? Yeah, oh, it's on my dude, list. It's yeah. good, dude. All I right, forget man. the uh, main actress's name, but it has like Lori Metcalf. What, what's her name? From uh, Roseanne, you know? Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Becky. Mm, let me think about this so, real yeah. quick. That's what I'm choosing. Lady Bird. I might have to rent it. I don't... <laughs> It's on a. Uh, it's on Prime or Netflix. It's on one of those. Um, 
Man. I don't know about that. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what my t- sister wanted me to pick for the podcast. I'm not gonna pick it. Um, but I am probably gonna watch it's it. On it's on Paramount. Uh she wanted me to pick the Muppet movie that has Jason Siegel in it. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I actually really like that movie, but Is I'm it out not, of battery? Uh I'm not picking that movie. Um uh-huh. You know what, man? Um I'm going to, because I haven't seen this movie, and I wanted to watch it, I'm going to pick The Whale. Oh, shit. It's on uh, HBO Max. Um, yeah, I, Is I, it on HBO Max? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I love that movie, man. Yeah, uh, so I, that's my pick this week. I, I, I really want to watch it, and sometimes, you know, I get too caught up in stuff, and I can't think of another movie to pick, so I'm, I'm going to pick The Whale this time. All right, shit. <laughs> I've already seen it twice. I watched it twice in theaters, so you know. Well, you know, third time's the charm, bud. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. Our camera went out, so that's fine. We're we're done, anyways. Right. Um, don't have the, to look in our ugly faces anymore. <laughs> the whale and uh, Lady Bird. Next time on Kevin and Drew talk movies. That's a that's a like a brand new movie, so we're gonna be spoiling some shit, which we always but do. But until next time, peace out. Fair warning, peace out. <laughs>